Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 758. We're looking at Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 through 6. Let's read our passage. Now, when John heard in prison what the Christ was doing, he sent a message through his disciples and asked him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor are told the good news. And blessed is the one who isn't offended by me. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to show that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ, the one who is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And through him, reconciliation can be experienced with God. He's presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. We've just finished the second teaching discourse, the discourse on mission. And now, through chapters 11 and 12, we're seeing a variety of responses to Jesus. And then in 13, we'll see the third teaching discourse. And now we're dealing with a response from John the Baptist. Verse 2, when John heard in prison what the Christ was doing, he sent a message through his disciples and asked him, are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? So this is John the Baptist. We haven't seen him in a while. We saw John the Baptist in chapter 3. There John the Baptist was preaching and baptizing. He was saying that the kingdom of heaven has come near, calling for people to repent of their sins and baptizing them. He had a conflict with the Pharisees and Sadducees. He denounced them for their lack of spiritual depth. Then we had the baptism of Jesus at the end of chapter 3. Then chapter 4, right after the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus heard that John had been arrested, and because of that, Jesus went to Galilee. Then in chapter 9, when Jesus was at Matthew's house, we had John the Baptist's disciples come and ask Jesus' disciples why they didn't fast regularly like the Pharisees and John the Baptist's disciples did. Now we hear from John the Baptist again. Now we know from Josephus' history that Herod had imprisoned John the Baptist in the fortress of Macarius, which is east of the Dead Sea. And he'll remain there until he's executed. We'll see that later on. Matthew specifically says John heard in prison what the Christ was doing. This is unusual. We haven't really seen Matthew to this point specifically calling Jesus the Christ. Matthew's made it clear that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, but John the Baptist seems to be having doubts about that. And so John's disciples come to Jesus and ask him, are you the one who is to come? Now, the one who is to come, that's the language that John used back in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. John said, I baptize with water for repentance, but the one who is coming after me is more powerful than I. I'm not worthy to remove his sandals. He himself will baptize you with fire and the Holy Spirit. His winning shovel is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and 
gather his wheat into the barn, but the chaff he will burn with fire that never goes out. So there he referred to the one who is to come. And it seemed pretty clear in chapter 3 that he was sure that that one was Jesus. Jesus is the one to come. But here he's questioning it. Is that really you? Or should we expect someone else? Now, John seemed pretty sure about Jesus back in chapter 3. And even at the very end of that section where we had the voice from heaven in verse uh, chapter 3, verse 17. A voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. John tells us in his gospel, in John chapter 1, verse 32, speaking of John the Baptist, and John testified, I watched the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. So, even this voice from heaven, John the Baptist, firsthand experienced that. So he seemed certain then, but now he's not so sure. And the question, why? Why is there doubt? What is it that's caused doubt with John the Baptist? Well, Matthew doesn't tell us. He just tells us that John's having some doubts. He's not sure. It's not that he doesn't believe anymore. He's just not sure. And so he sends his disciples to, to go and verify that. And we don't know what it is about what Christ was doing, which has prompted this doubt. It could be the delay. It's been probably a year since John the Baptist has been imprisoned, a year since Jesus' baptism, and maybe it just seems like not much is happening so far. Yeah, Jesus is going around healing people and casting out demons and teaching people, teaching disciples, but there doesn't seem to be a big thing going on. It doesn't sound like what he talked about in chapter 3, where he talked about the baptizing with fire and the Holy Spirit. You think, okay, get that winnowing shovel and clear the threshing floor. Where's the judgment? Burn that chaff. And perhaps that's what John the Baptist is missing, saying it's supposed to be judgment going on. Yes, you're, you're healing and doing things like that, but shouldn't you be restoring Israel? Shouldn't there be God's judgment in all of this? Verse 4, Jesus replied to them, so replying to John the Baptist's disciples, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. Those with leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor are told the good news. Now, these are things we think we should see from the Messiah. We look back in Isaiah. Isaiah 35, 5 and 6, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame will leap like a deer, the tongue of the mute will sing for joy, the water will gush in the wilderness, the streams in the desert. And then later in Isaiah 61, verse 1, The Spirit of the Lord God is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, freedom to the prisoners. So, there's a few other places in Isaiah we see similar language. And so Jesus seemed to be pulling out those kinds of things and telling the disciples of John the Baptist, go back and tell him these things, specifically what you hear and see. Go back as eyewitnesses to what's going on. Read this and think, well, isn't that what John the Baptist has been hearing? So it's back in verse 2. John heard in prison what the Christ was doing. 
But I think he's missing the judgment part is probably it. Some surmise that maybe he's concerned with Jesus hanging out with sinners. Because John the Baptist's disciples specifically approached Jesus' disciples when Jesus was at Matthew, the tax collector's house, with a lot of sinners there. Perhaps this is part of what's really upsetting John the Baptist. Jesus is hanging out with the wrong people. We don't know. All we know is John's having some doubt. Maybe a mixture of these. Shouldn't you be burning the chaff and clearing the threshing floor with a winnowing shovel? Shouldn't there be some judgment of God happening here? Shouldn't things be happening faster? You just see me running out healing some people and hanging out with sinners. Number six, Jesus says, And blessed is the one who isn't offended by me. Now, is this directed at John the Baptist? I suspect so, because that's included in that go tell John this, what you hear and see. People are getting healed, the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, the dead are raised, and the poor preach the good news. And those that aren't offended by me, they receive a blessing. So perhaps John is offended by who Jesus is hanging out with. We can't say for sure. But it does seem to be kind of an offhand warning to John to remain faithful. Not so much a rebuke, but more of an encouragement to remain faithful. So John the Baptist seems to be having a crisis of faith. Is Jesus really the Messiah, the one we expected? And his disciples come and ask. And Jesus says, well, just go tell him what you see and hear and encourage him to remain faithful. Sometimes we have doubts, and one thing to have doubts is nothing to lose our faith. And that's where we've got to drop back to, is God really God? Is God really who he says he is? And has God really done the things that he says he has? And has God really revealed himself in his word to us? And so go back to his word and see, okay, what has God specifically told us? And allow that to be the basis of our faith. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.